I haven't written any notes down for the news. That's the only thing I'll say. Oh, you're the only person that ever writes notes, yeah. and you're consistently the lowest performing member of the team. <laughs> Whoa! So. What? Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. We are back. It is the classic threesome. Our other number, Duncan, is uh, would be in the wank shed, but actually at the moment he's in a large metal smooth vessel surrounded by semen. He gave us plenty of options. He said he was wrestling a kraken, which is not what's happening. But then he said he was laying cable in the sea, which is actually what's happening. Oh, mm, there we go. Yeah. Called so, Electron, I believe. Were we meant to mention that? cable laying i've got no idea no okay well you well, think big cable might get onto us <laughs> big yeah. cable yeah yes yeah, so you never wow, know what a big cable <laughs> anyway as i said it's the classic threesome to my left russ bonjour and to my right dan hi tom didn't see you there and i'm in the middle and i'm tom and this podcast is going to be a general sort of catch up we haven't done that in a while we're going to be looking at um the games that dan and myself have been playing on xbox game pass in our hashtag too many games hashtag hashtag too little time um uh what we've been looking at there and we'll be generally talking about probably the xbox nintendo mashup And uh, maybe we'll have a little look at the Oscars if we've got time. I think so, yeah. So, let's catch up. Russ, what have you been up to? Fuck all. Okay, Dan! (laughs) Seriously, nothing. No, I I was thinking about the last time I turned the Xbox on to play a a game was like four weeks ago. Yeah. I think my horse is dead now. (laughs) Or it's moved on with some other horse. Um, (laughs) I love the idea that you're playing Red Dead Redemption as a horse. And like your horse has left you for another horse. That'll be that'll be so. Like, remember when there was the big expansion to GTA Five, and it was like you can play first person. Yeah, you can do that already in Grand Theft Auto. In yeah. Horses. Yeah. So the next logical step is you are the horse. <laughs> I'd play it. Or you can only you you control your character as normal, but you can only see him through the eyes of the horses around him. <laughs> so he's just off in the distance. <laughs> yeah. like, like a voyeuristic. Oh, I hope, I hope, the, the game is just you have to walk to a place, and then a guy gets off your back and go goes and does some missions, and then like legs it back to you carrying some loot, going yeah. fucking cheese it, mate. Tries to run you off the edge of a cliff. But, but most most of your job is standing there waiting for him to whistle. Either that, or or it's the amazing adventures of what happens to the horse while you're in there robbing a bank. So like you, you the, the guy gets off you, and then you go and have your own little adventure, and then you come back. And and you, and the, the the main guy Arthur Morgan is is very much like oh come on what you've been doing you've just been sitting there doing nothing mm. turns out you've been um, entertaining kids at a birthday party or something yeah, yeah. nice yeah could happen or like you try and score meth somewhere <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that ended that yeah and then then, yeah. then then entertain kids at a birthday party. that's one of the ratings yes. on the horses isn't it you got sort of like speed stamina susceptibility to hardcore psychoactive substances yeah it definitely is yeah so this is great it's a good horse this ability so to obtain in very there loyal well. but massively strung out on meth most of the time yeah yeah which is you know, he seems to be itching himself all the time yeah. meth horse <laughs> yeah meth horse now that is a whole game in itself the horse the horse wants a cut of the money that you're stealing yeah. turn up a rockstar's pitch it guys yeah. meth horse <laughs> I'll leave it with you. <laughs> and all, just, all you can hear as they walk out is like, I don't think we've got a checkbook big enough for this guy. <laughs> the doors just bust open of the boardroom in Rockstar and they've got all these plans. Grand Theft Auto 6, Vice City Remake, Midnight Club LA 2. Make it happen. It's not going to happen. And then, um, up on that. And then uh, the doors swing open. 
you wander in and you can hear your footsteps down down the down the the the, the, the room. It's a massive boardroom, and then you just say, "Meth horse, throw a." video game case with a crudely drawn horse that looks like it's strung out on meth on it and then just walk back out again going you're welcome yeah i i imagine russ going into that boardroom tearing all of his clothes off and wearing a bright yellow <laughs> a bright yellow unitard with a picture of a horse with like eyes in different directions and just the word <laughs> meth horse written underneath it just pointing to like that. to like the party boy music yeah. from uh, jack <laughs> <laughs> And that's it. And they just so I've been in quite a lot of work on meth horse. <laughs> yeah. Sort of the law bible is is coming along quite nicely. Other than that, I've, I've been. I mean, I've, I've been fairly good. I've been watching some Battlestar and some um, some STD. Yes, I, I haven't watched any of Star Trek yet. And again, we probably need to stop calling. Have you it not? STD. Have you not watched? It, like, am I further ahead in this than you? Yeah, I've only watched season one. Oh no, I'm halfway through season one. Oh okay, I thought you'd watched season one already. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> just assumed you were talking about season two. No. Okay. It's alright, it's alright, isn't it? I really like it. Really like it. Yeah. I can't the I can't quite uh get on board with just uh, it's more high tech than TNG. Mm. But it's set before the original series. So I like what they've done with it which implies that it's stuff that they're not allowed to use anymore. It was like yeah, legal like, tech. Like they've got like holodecks and stuff. I know that they have that little noise that comes mm. on every time they go on the bridge. But yeah. like it should be, and I get that they would it would look better than something shot in the sixties. But it feels like they've been sort of warped into the future to get technology. It just feels way too advanced. We must see Rogue One managed to yeah, yeah Rogue, Rogue One. I mean, it's a very different sort of aesthetic styles, isn't it? But it if did it, had... it 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 looked. Of the right time. Yeah. It if was the moustaches that mm. sold that one. If you had Rogue One on the Too Much Time on Our Hands bingo, congratulations. <laughs> Go collect your prize at the front desk. So I don't, it's, it's not a major issue. And like, mm. I don't, I, it, it looks really good, but I just think the, the in-universe technology is sort of too... Like, they've got a like a warp drive that can take them from anywhere to anywhere instantly. They've got holodecks. They seem to have... Like replicators, they didn't have those on the original series, did they? I don't know. I can't remember much about the original series. Um, if you want, See, wasn't weren't transporters own, like even in the the one that had Scott Bakula in it? Transporters were used. Oh, this is only after that one for cargo. This is set after. That. This is like a hundred years after that one. Or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. is it? Yeah. So it's it's set literally just before, sort of just before original series. Yeah, it's yeah. like the height of the Klingon War. Yeah. Well, the start of the Klingon War. Well, that doesn't make sense to me. Why? Well, like everything Russ said, tech and um, yeah, moustaches. I I think the Klingons, the Klingons are there. So I'm not saying that they should have used like papier mâché heads and stuff. No, but I think they should have tried to make it look a little bit more retro. Yeah, I agree. Because the ship looks more high tech than the Enterprise E. Um, yeah, I suppose so. Like I. It didn't bug me that much, I'll be honest. I was able to look past it for what it was, which is a TV series. No, but then like, they keep mentioning like Spock and stuff. And you're like, yeah. well, hang on, isn't he? What? Hang on. What? Yeah. Mention anyway, not, not, a, not a major trip. Do you know, I quite uh, like I know it. I mention this every time. Do you, uh, do you know the ending of season one? No, I'm halfway through it. You dingleberry. <laughs> I have not been called a dingleberry in a very long time. Potentially ever. I call so. you that all the time. <laughs> he does. Do Mainly, uh, well, not. I mean, it's probably the first time I've done it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. 
We're learning a lot tonight, aren't we? Yeah, on the other WhatsApp group. <laughs> oh, that WhatsApp group. Yeah. Oh, so that one with journalist in it. So is that? It's pretty good. I'm quite enjoying Klingons just being the baddies again. Yes, that's quite good. Also, they have phases that just blow people's heads off in one yeah. shot. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't pull its punches this series. And I, I like that they've they've obviously wanted to go for a more action packed feeling. So they've said it at the exact right time if you wanted to do that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a it's a Star Trek war series. Yeah, which basically. there's very little of the. You guys, I think really the best thing to do is we all sit down and we talk about this yeah. and then we can all be friends. There's very little of that, which is what most of the other series have been. Yeah, I mean, they've tried talking to the Borg before, haven't they? Mm. <laughs> and stuff, so, and that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Hi! Um, there's, if, not, there's not very many impassioned speeches about diplomacy in this one. No. no. Conversation is futile. I've, 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 Star Trek's cropped up a lot in conversation recently, um, and not least oh, on the ad- fuck's sake, yeah, it has. Not at least on the Adventure Authority podcast where they're talking about the new Patrick Stewart oh, series. Listen to him talking about this. I'm slightly moist for that. Yeah, Adventure. but their idea is that he plays every character in Star Trek and then it's Generation, and so like he's Worf, he's Riker, <coughs> uh, he's 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 all the characters. Well, it's just they- all in his head. Yeah, and and that he crudely has to like then go and run on and put like the Worf prosthetics and stuff. So love it. One man, you can go and see that one man style Star Trek show, yeah. can't you? Yeah, yeah. So it's just that, but with Patrick fucking Stewart doing it, I'd watch that. Mm. I yeah. think I'd watch that too. I think I think yeah. I would watch that. Yeah. Also, Battlestar. I'm about halfway through the second series. Oh my god! And as long as every keep now and remembering then, how good it is. As long as every now and then Patrick Stewart stopped to go because, of course, I've seen everything. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that was my suggestion for a name for it, which was that I've seen everything with Patrick Stewart. Yeah, but yeah, Battlestar. I need to watch Battlestar again because I need to compare it to The Expanse. Because I need to decide whether The Expanse is a better TV series than Battlestar Galactica. Uh, it's difficult. Mm. I think The Expanse owes a lot to Battlestar. I think it does as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> really watch it one day. It's like, uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so so but you're enjoying Battlestar. It's still good, is it? It's, it's really good. Up. It holds up so well hmm. for something that is getting on a bit now. Why have we all stopped? Because a phone so, went off and for some reason we were all obsessed with it. It was like the loudest yeah. buzz. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And you listen to the podcast at the same time still? Uh, yeah. yeah. So you listen, watch an episode, listen, or other way around. <clears throat> the it's podcast like, is only up to, uh, I think, timing up, timing down. So what are you going to do when? So I've already gone way past oh, yeah, what yeah, the podcast is yeah, okay. up to. They're doing it sort of week by week. but oh, I like Mark Bernard an awful lot. Yeah, he's very funny. He is. He's very good at his job. But yeah, anything else? No, that's pretty much it. Yeah, mm. cool. Dan, uh, <laughs> Dan, yeah. Dan. <laughs> um, well, I've tried to add some diversity into the games I've been playing, so I've played some Forza Horizon Four. Okay, so we're. <laughs> Do you know what? Right. Do you know of... how obsessingly not far into that game I am? Yes, it's driving me bananas now. But I'm so oh, good pun. Yeah, I didn't. Why? Driving. Driving. Oh! Yeah. Oh! Oh! Oh. (laughs) Um, But I did play, I've played a bit of Metro Exodus. Have you? Really like it. I haven't got it yet. Really like it. Um, You just gift me a copy. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll do it now. (laughs) Um, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it it looks amazing for starters. And yeah, anytime you're in the underground, there's a real sense of tension as well, which which the other two did very well. Yeah. And then out in the open world is quite fun. The, the, the sneaking is fun as well. It's good. Fun sneaking. Fun sneaking. I've played a bit of Crackdown 3. I really wanted that to be good. 
was... It's the Terry Crews thing, isn't it? Where's the Sorry, Terry Crews? Terry, Cruise Terry thing. Cruise thing's fine, but I need to speak into the mic. Terry Crews thing's fine, but it's um, just a little bit disappointing. Just a little bit disappointing. Um, I have played the smallest amount of Anthem as well, um, mostly because uh, I can't get on the Xbox anymore because Sarah's must have put. It. She had a week off so she could play Anthem. Bless her. Um, apparently it's not very good that's ignore that it is really good it's just so imagine you walk into a grand hall but there is nothing in that grand hall that's anthem at the moment yeah so that sounds dull it does but they're going to build on that and you're going to get dlc i think it's monthly yeah that's that's great become should uh, you not have done that before you sold the game to people when did it become Uh, you still (laughs) got missions to imagine picking up um let me let me try and quantify like a board game right you get the board game get the main quests like warhammer okay imagine picking up the 40k starter pack yeah warhammer is a very bad example because that shop just sucks money out of people it does but we still fucking buy them um so you get the starter pack it comes with like missions it comes with everything you need but it's not called the anthem starter pack and it doesn't cost 20 quid the dlc the dlc is free anyway yeah, but I, I don't know. I think if you're going to release a game, it should be a game. But this, you've got the game, and it's just going to build on that. It's the whole games of service thing. So you either get on board with it, or you don't get on board with it. I'm not on board with it. it I'm saying this game is good, okay? No, you're saying it might be good. No, I'm saying what I've played of it's good, and what I've seen Sarah playing of it is really good. But you described it as walking into a great hall that was empty. Okay, I might have undersold it slightly there. But it's... It's much better than any review is giving it justice for. Because every review played the copy that came out before the official release, which uh, was buggy as fuck. Um, um, and, and was the code that was submitted to reviewers for review. To be fair, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying this game is good. This game is much better than the reviews are letting on. Okay. Mm. I'm never going to play it anyway. It's multiplayer, isn't it? I just, I'm, I'm very much one of those people who... I th- and it sounds like a lot of the journos who reviewed it were probably in the same boat that I, I'm kind of bored of people, of companies releasing games and then saying, don't worry, when the DLC comes out, like it's going to be even better. It's like The Division had a core That's game. That's not what I was saying. But okay. No, 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 but I'm, I'm bored of that. I'm also bored of the incomplete games. I'm bored of, of having to pay more to get the full experience. All the You're DLC already, is free anyway. Yeah, no, but I'm... I'm saying, and also it's the weight Fortnite, as well. I, it won't always be free. No. Because th- these things, be, this is a game that's being set up as a multi-year There'll be spinning. things that you can buy, but anything that you you want to... Anything that furthers along the game will be free. Yeah, but, I mean, Skeptical Cat is sceptical. <laughs> I'm saying that this is a good... I'm saying the reviews haven't done this game justice. Mm-hmm. Also, it's, a, it's, it's probably kind of a... It's probably kind of a, a good indication that one of the most popular games of the last year mm. is geared around single player, and I'm talking about Red Dead Two. Like it's, you know, I wish so. I wish games publishers would stop trying to get people to play. Together. So I've been thinking about this, Tom, mm. and I think you can either play single player games, yeah. which is fine, yeah, or you can play large multiplayer games that build on a, an existing universe like Destiny, yeah, and that's also fine. And I think there is a world where multiplayer games. And single player games can exist. Okay. Yeah. And I think that I'm there is sure far too much, world. far too much emphasis on 
oh, well, you know, everyone says single player games were dead, but uh, I mean, look how many good single players there are. Look how many you've got God of War, you've got Last of Us, you've got Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, yeah. So everyone... surely, surely that means that the multiplayer game, there's no, no, no room for that. You know, but Fortnite seems to do quite well. PUBG seems to do quite well. Apex Legends is killing it at the moment. There is room for all of this, is what I'm saying. I hit the microphone. Absolutely. Mm. Um, the thing I would probably just point out, yeah. just from my personal opinion on this one, because it's also a subject that I'm quite passionate about, is that some of those single-player games that you mentioned there mm. are more likely to be the kind of games that won't have their servers shut down after a game reaches its yeah. sort of natural end. So mm. I'll be quite happily playing Last of Us again. Yeah. Whereas Apex Legend, I would imagine in five to six years, will have gone offline and you won't be able to play it anymore. But it doesn't make it any less worthy as a game. I'm not saying it doesn't make it any less worthy. I'm just saying that that, mm. that you know, money I spent on The Last of Us mm. is money that... Um, has been well spent and will be a part of my collection forever. Whereas the money I spend on a 60 quid release of a multiplayer only game, like if, even if it's something like Fallout 76, eventually those servers are going to go down. Mm. And that's Fallout 60, 76 sooner rather than later. Hopefully. Imagine, and yeah. that, that 60, 70 quid that I paid is effectively gone forever. There's nothing to show. There's nothing to play anymore apart mm. from an empty shell. It's only my issue with multiplayer but a games. giant server in Seattle goes down and, and a load of games that we've played, bought anyway, disappear anyway. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I, I, I think that wasn't me having to go at you, Tom, as well. By the way, but it, it was. <laughs> I didn't think it was. No, it was. <laughs> it was just this. There is a constant. Bless like, your sweetheart. Oh, shut up! I, I'm in a bad mood. You know that. Um, so am I. We ranted at each other. There is a constant um, emphasis on. Well, single player seems to be doing okay. Well, that's great. Who are you doing an impression of when you keep doing that? Uh, <laughs> single player. <laughs> game, is it me? Game wankers is what uh, I'm okay. doing an impression of. The guys that that, that could very easily be us you're describing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, if you I've want to put a face to it, that's up to you. I've been to the odd midnight launch. I mean, <laughs> technically, I'm a one game wanker. No, I, I think there is far too much emphasis on whether something is a single player, whether something is a multiplayer game, and really, what you can just do is find games that you enjoy. And it doesn't matter whether it's single player or multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. No, I would just never stop slapping fucking battle royale modes on everything. But why? What, what is it? What harm is it doing you? It's annoying me. I think there's why? one coming to Excel next year. It's getting a bit ridiculous. Oh, I'm all in on Excel battle royale though. <laughs> that would be quite good, wouldn't it? There's, I mean, we got Tetris Battle Royale. Have you seen that? Just going to snap by. Oh, Tetris Nine Nine. That actually looks quite interesting. I think it looks fun. Yeah. yeah. So when you said you wish that. Everyone would stop slapping battle royale modes on. You actually meant apart from Tetris, apart from ones the ones that you like, I find from, interesting. As with all criticisms that I levy, apart from stuff that I like, <laughs> I do. Oh, I like it. Um, you know where you stand with Russ. Yeah, that's what I've always liked about him. I, I, so yeah, Anthem is I like is you. is. I like your face. <laughs> if it's something you're interested, in, I'd, I'd still consider playing. It. If it's not something you were ever interested in, don't play it. But I'm not, I'm not interested. Then don't play it. Is it sort of a bit destiny Yeah. Yeah, I'm not interested. Except not you're interested. Iron Man. Not Except you're not, though, are you? You are. It feels like you're Iron Man. It's really good fun. Does it? Well, it yeah. feels like strapping yourself into a metal suit and yes. flying around. Well, actually, you feel like you're strapping yourself into a metal suit. Well, apart from... Actually feel like <laughs> it. <laughs> actually, Dan. <laughs> oh, actually, Dan. <laughs> it's as close as you're going to get with a video game controller. It's really good mm-hmm. fun. Okay, fair enough. Um, other than that, I've been watching The Expanse again. 
right? So both of you have said the same thing. No, he watched Battlestar Galactica. Watched Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, yeah, but also mentioned the. That's expanse. the sort of browny green one. The expanse is the sort of bluey glowy one. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Oh. So like, I was watching series one, going, "It's good." I'm wondering if it's as good as I remember. Then series two happened, and I realised it's better than I remembered. And then series three is happening in my face right now, and I'm loving every second of it. Expanse is such like a page turner. Like, yeah, it's like twenty four levels of yeah. Put the next one on. Put the next one on. Yeah, put yeah, the next yeah one except on. it's not a book. So. <sighs> uh, apart from that, I have um, I, I watched finished Parks and Recreation again. The second Congrats. time around. Didn't you watch that hipster series that was on Netflix as well? Russian Doll. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've talked about that. Have I not talked about that on here? Yeah, Mm. you have. No, you talked about it in the WhatsApp group when I was in a bad mood. Oh, right, yeah. (laughs) It is so good. Honestly, one of the best new things I've seen in a very long time. I second that. It's um, you put on your green tea and you uh, sat there after we'd listened to Sussex really, Stevens. And, it's really uh, not as hipstery as it as it seems. Uh-huh. In fact, with the introduction of the second character, um, Alan, yeah, um, it actually takes on a much more human. Uh, well, I, I, to be honest, I every single time there's the slam and the tap running and the mirror mm. just every time dun, 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 it's really really dun, good dun, it's dun, dun. incredibly intricately crafted and put together natasha leone is amazing in it yeah, she's yeah. amazing all right fucking sure. dickhead it's you really... see what it's like when someone says oh i hate when dan recommends something it's like that, isn't it? It's annoying, isn't it? When someone does that. So fuck that? you guys. Yes, rusted. <laughs> I didn't say it's... N- I said... Yes. You get very enthusiastic I about do. stuff. Yes. To the point yes. that it's funny to just not watch it. Of course I'm going to fucking you. watch it. It's on TV and I don't do anything with my life. So, yeah. No, obviously, it's well worth it. It's, it's only like 10 episodes or something. You can bash through yeah. it pretty quickly. Is this the start of the 10 episode Netflix series that's been I drastically hope, I re- needed? I really hope so. Yeah, yeah. Because 24 is... Too many hours of television for a lot of series. I think 13 is as well. Like, I think when you're watching a Netflix series that's 13 episodes long, you definitely get one or two episodes you're like, this is a filler episode. Yeah. You don't need this. There's always some of that. Which you yeah. get, like, if they have to fill a certain amount of time. But with Netflix, it doesn't matter. No. But yeah, I'm like, Russian Doll's a really good example. There's none of that. It's so propulsive. Every episode God, that's a great really furthers that's sort a of the, like, the plot, the character, the mystery, mm. the sort of the intricate connections between everything it all gets sort of deeper and deeper and deeper every episode and what i loved most about it was actually the sort of how deftly handled the tonal shifts between episodes were. Hmm. Um, how how yeah how deftly handled the tonal shifts between episodes were it hmm. was that you know some episodes were incredibly funny and were all around the sort of experimentation of alan and um can't remember the name character what the hell was his name Sweet Birthday Baby, what's her name? Sure, what is her name? I can't remember what her name is. I can't remember what her name is. Um, a cockroach. <laughs> you could take anything and you'll survive. Um, it's, you know, some episodes are really funny. Some episodes are filled with confusion. Some episodes are filled with, there's like a, you know, there's almost like a horror episode. There's, there's, it's just really clever. But in 10 episodes with so many different changes weaving in and out. The first time Alan and... Fuck, I can't remember her name. Meat um, in the elevator. 
Yeah. He's absolutely brilliant. The way he yeah, that's almost... an amazing moment when they when yeah. they meet. It's just it's well worth watching. It's so so good. Here's here's the funny thing, right? Yeah. Even if it was a bit hipstery, I fucking love hipster stuff anyway. I don't know why I was, I was gonna so say all of us are beard wearing <laughs> like, like hipster twats. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't know why I was I was in a bad mood, I do apologize. Nadia, that's what she's called. Nadia. Sweet birthday baby. It um yeah, it goes it starts going into bits sort of like you get sort of touches of kind of Greek mythology creeping into it with the references to some of the character names yeah. and, and sort of how they act it goes very sort of weird and metaphysical at the end but in a really satisfying way that doesn't just feel annoying i'll uh i'll what i'm off for a week next week and i mean very good honestly I mean, you watch it in like two evenings it's really, i'm in really swanage good. and because we've decided to go to the seaside in february i'll probably stay in and watch a load of that instead yeah, oh, but it's like summer february balls. yeah true isn't it i forgot your um lord of the rings box set it's fine fuck balls now well. feel free to drop in any night to pick it up tonight Oh yeah, you're coming back. No, I'm you? joking. It's fine. No, I'm, literally, I could. I, I'm, I'm playing, Tom. I'm fine. I, no, you, but you'll, you'll drop me back anyway. So, yeah. So pro- yeah, anyway, maybe we're doing some live admin here. Yeah. Any, little, anything yeah. else? No. What have you been up to? Uh, I was very happy to see Wales beat England in the Six Nations match. Over you're the such a good winner, by the way. That's the one thing I wanted to say. I don't give a shit about rugby, yeah. but like your statuses are like so fucking smug. Um, it's because <laughs> it's because England fans are often the smuggest on the face of the earth and i, I wanted, wasn't complaining and i also wanted i wanted to point out it was actually because it was um it was actually my uh my wife's cousin basically did that whole thing where sports fans go the only reason the other team won was because we just weren't in it like if we'd been in it like there was no way they would have been able to do it it was because we were sort of playing badly it's like hang on what that is totally um totally doing away with is is actually accepting that to be able to turn the game on its head and take advantage of that is a skill in its own. Like Wales also, pressed home. Plus, all that is saying advantage. is, yeah, the only reason we lost is because the other team played better than us. Yeah, yeah that's, that's why you lose. Yeah, but the way that but that's the point. The way they're saying it is actually kind of going, look, you know, if England had been in it, like it just it just would not have happened. But something just just happened. Like it wasn't that Wales were better; it was just we were worse. Can I tell you about a time that nearly backfired on me? Uh, the opening game of the NFL season last year. The Chicago Bears, new revamped Chicago Bears, played the Green Bay Packers in the, in the opening Sunday night. And by halftime, they were annihilating the Green Bay Packers. And yeah. Aaron Rodgers, the star quarterback, arguably one of the best quarterbacks of all time, had gone off injured. And I was sitting up, like, trying to be quiet, but under my breath saying, bring him back on. He needs to see this. <laughs> he needs to see the change. He needs to see this happen. So they brought him back on and they won the game. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see that. I mean, for me, that was that was the the turning point. You know, Wales were out of control for the whole first half. England were very much in control. Something must have happened to England over the half time uh, period because they came back onto the pitch and they they just stopped playing. Um, they they were there. They were they were running. They were trying to do stuff, but then bigger came on for Wales and suddenly they just sprang into life. And they pulled within a point. Then they got a try, and then they converted, and then they got that last minute try. And just, uh, I'm a Saracens fan, so seeing Owen Farrell look upset is not something I like seeing very often. But when I saw him looking really upset and dismayed at the end of that game, I was incredibly happy because it was just like Welsh hearts don't often get a chance to sing quite so loud in major rugby tournaments. Why, but England, why, why, why but, exactly. But Sorry. England v Wales is always. I mean, for for Wales, England are the old enemy. 
So it's, it's the old thing, isn't it? I'm, I'm sure it's the same in, in rugby that is in football where um, Scotland, Northern Ireland and Wales all hate, Eng- all hate England a lot more than they hate the other people that they play. Yeah, I think, well, I think it's probably, it's probably a cultural thing. It's probably yeah. Celtic people. Yeah. I think I've always felt slightly, I don't know, there's just something. But the point is, I think it's because England, England went through a period of being undisputable masters of rugby mm. back in 2003 uh, and probably a little bit after that. The point is, though, they've stayed, they, they just go through massive peaks of inconsistency and then they keep hiring managers like Eddie Jones who are cocky, arrogant shitbags <laughs> who who just spout bullshit and diatribe all the time. They're very cocky, yeah. very arrogant. And actually, they're the kind of people that make me want to have their faces wiped. You know, it's just that I just want them to experience a bit of shit now. Anyway, mm. yeah. It, Wales won. Uh, England lost quite embarrassingly. Um, although not as embarrassingly as that time England uh, Wales forced England out of their own World Cup, <laughs> which was brilliant. Uh, anyway, um, anything pop culture related at all? Uh, so I've been playing uh, Jedi Aca- Jedi Knight Jedi Academy oh, of because that was free, um, and that mm. was incredibly welcome to get back into that game. Um, the- how does how does that sort of go on the on the Xbox with the controller? I was just about to say it's it actually feels like putting on a, a nice comfortable pair of trousers that you always wear it, it was really really good fun yeah absolutely there we go and there it is um it's it's really good fun i i love the sort of choppy lightsaber actions um i think it's just with anything i'm sort of re re acclimatizing myself to everything um yeah it's great and um, i like the mission structure i like that you get those little clusters of five missions or five or six missions that you you choose which you can do it in any order, order. Honey. and then you get the one big mission in between them like the story mission and stuff it's great it's great to be playing a game with Kyle Katarn in again i miss him as a character i'm it sucks Jedi that, geography teacher absolutely it sucks that um the expanded universe doesn't have him in anymore uh what else have i been doing i played well, well i played a game with Vinny, which i'll talk about in a minute um, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And what have I been watching? I watched the new Alan Partridge um, show last night, which was so funny. Um, it it really felt like um, like a pilot episode to the series. So it was there were some really good jokes, <laughs> just some really good Partridge esque things. Like there's, it's not a spoiler as such, but there's this bit where. He walks round behind the sofa that that him and his host, his co-host, are sitting on, but the steps are just a little too big for for a single <laughs> step, and you can see his foot getting closer and closer to the edge of the next step as he's going up until eventually he just does this like little stumble at the top, but just kind of carries on with his sort of smile. And and just as the as the segment ends and the camera moves away from him, he just does this little like glance down to the step, just, like, annoyed. And it's like a perfect partridge moment. Um, and what else have I been doing? Oh, that's probably it. Yeah, that's probably about it, really. No, yeah. there's not, not much else going on. Film one. Oh, uh, yeah, watched a film over... Oh fuck 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 fuck! Was it good? It had Steve. Uh, it had Steve Coogan and Paul Rudd in it as a gay couple who, um, who look who take in. Oh god, it's meant to be really good. It was so good. It's mm. called like I don't know, Family Choice or or something like that. I can't remember, but it's. I know. It's, I know the one you mean. It's yeah. on Netflix. It was so good. It yeah. was very funny. 
It was very heartwarming. The kid was played fantastically well. Like the, the young actor who was playing the little boy was absolutely marvellous. Coogan was hilarious as um, a gay TV chef. And Paul Rudd was also at once really funny, but also incredibly powerful. And it mm. was a really masculine performance like by him. It was really good because I don't usually associate Paul Rudd with particularly masculine characters. You know, even Ant-Man has yeah. got a slight sort of effeminate kind of side to him. But this, you know, this ironically playing a gay TV producer, um, you know, it was incredibly, incredibly good performance. It's not something I would have ever pegged Paul Rudd as being able to play so well, mm. but he, he was just fabulous. He was so, so good in it. Um, I heartily uh, recommend it. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what I tried to watch, but couldn't find it on any streaming service. And that was Office Space because it's 20 years old this week yeah oh, is it not on anything no because I really want to watch it again yeah I always crack out my DVD yeah, every it's year so good yeah. but, but yeah okay. set the building on fire you can set the building on fire yeah uh, while but that was I going on see, I was meant to be looking could, up the news I could <laughs> see the squirrels at the window and they were married and <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> they jumped to conclusions yeah. board. oh well that's the final straw <laughs> Um, <laughs> shall we do too many hashtag too many games hashtag yes, too little time so I'll just kick this one off I played Rush, uh, a Pixar game with Vinny, because he absolutely loves Up, uh, Finding Nemo, Toy mm. Story, um, all of those films. And basically it's set in a uh, sort of a theme park themed around Pixar films. Uh, oh, and also The Incredibles as well, as I said. So it's Up, Incredibles, Finding Nemo and Toy Story. And you can visit kind of exhibits in the theme park and then you play through levels. Right, so premise sounds <laughs> the premise sounds promising. It's a promising premise. Promy premise. A promising premise, as as our good friend James Gurnlist once said, it's a it's a promising premise, and a premise that's promising is very promising in its premise. It's um, like you memorised that. Absolutely. Well, um, it's it, it's. I mean, it looks good. It's 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 sort of an Xbox three sixty era game, so it's kind of got that you know a lot of stuff in it has its kind of fuzzy edges. And you do all sorts of little things like, you know, in, in Finding Nemo, you're a, you play a little turtle riding on the little thermals and things like that, dodging big clusters of turtles, picking up coins. And it just it just kind of goes um, it just kind of goes round and round like that to the point where Binny at one point kind of looked up at me. So he sits in between my legs holding a controller and I just kind of help him out where he, when he needs a sort of, you know, like a fighter pilot needs a little bit of a fine trim on it uh, on whatever movement he's doing. And he actually looked up at me at one point and just went, Daddy, does it do anything else? <laughs> and, and I said, what do you mean? He said, it's just coins, Daddy. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Because I mean, I was bored shitless by it after a while. If it wasn't for the setting, it's, it's an incredibly mediocre game. The mechanics are incredibly yeah. mediocre. Um, it is a kid's game, but I would always say if you put it in front of your target audience and they don't enjoy it that much, Vinny didn't enjoy it. Um, I think maybe, you know, Vinny's four years old. Maybe he'll enjoy it a bit more when he's maybe sort of five or six, but, you know, he loves those films. He was so excited about playing. I said, do you want to be Woody? Like, you can be Woody or you can be Nemo or you can be Dory, you know, or something like that. You can you can play that. And he was so excited. And honestly, I've never seen a kid look so bored. So the, the one thing... He was you... just like, Daddy, can we watch Sooty? I was like, <laughs> yes, we can watch Sooty instead. So the one thing you can always say about Pixar films is you can enjoy them whether you're an adult or a kid. Toy Story, as I say, can be enjoyed by kids and adults. Um, and, and it's the same with most Pixar films. Yeah. So if, if the game isn't being enjoyed by 
kids or adults, then they fucked up somewhere. Yeah. I can understand why it's been lobbed onto Game Pass because, yeah, you know, you, you're almost guaranteed that people are going to download it out of curiosity. And so you can say, oh, well, it got X amount of downloads. Um, but let's have a look at the deletion figures. Yeah. Mm. You know, I, I it's not on my hard drive anymore. No, I In fact, imagine. he had much more fun playing a really cool little platformer called Jump Jet Rex. Oh, yeah. Which he really enjoyed. So we kind of did a bonus thing. So I did, we, we played Rush for quite a while and then he was like, oh! <gasps> A dinosaur daddy. I was like, all right, yeah, we're going to die. And here, we both of us had much more fun playing that. You should play um, the Jurassic Park ones again. Oh, for fuck's sake, go away. Yeah, that's that's concerning. Um, have, have you played the Disneyland Paris game or whatever it's called, the Disneyland game? No. That's meant to be quite good. Ah, oh, fair dues. Yeah. Dan, what have you been playing? Um, so I played a game I've been meaning to play for ages and I still haven't finished it, but my intent is to finish it next week. Um, that is the definitive edition of the new Tomb Raider game, the first of the, the new ones. Nice, good game. So I really wanted to play Rise of the Tomb Raider, and I said to myself, um, well, I need to play the first one, really. Didn't play the first one. And then Shadow of the Tomb Raider came out, and I said, well, I need to play the first two, really. Hadn't played the first two. So I'm finally forcing myself to, to sit down and actually play this game. And Good Lord, does Lara Croft have a tough time in this game. Oh my God, it's like incessant, <laughs> isn't it? It's just constant peril. Like She gets buttered. Yeah, she really does. She's The voice acting is amazing. It's uh, Camilla Oh, 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 ow. I got stabbed again. <laughs> it's a bit better than that. But oh, yeah. my balls. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's my a, lady balls. That's a, that's a particularly concerning line, yeah. Lady balls. Um. It just, it, you feel like you're there. Like, I, I like, the, have you seen the movie Gravity? Yes. Yeah. I like the movie Gravity because you are constantly feeling like you are going through everything that she's going through in that game. And Tomb Raider, in that film, sorry, and Tomb Raider does a really good job of putting you in Lara Croft's boots in this game as well. Hmm. And I, I appreciate that in the sense that it makes me want to get out of the situations that... Mm. that I'd agree with in. that. I'd agree she, with like, that. she feels the the game does a really good job of making you feel incredibly isolated. Yeah, I yeah, I would agree with that, especially yeah. as the mystery surrounding the island you find yourself yeah. on is sort of built up and then re slowly revealed. Yeah. I love the have you done the bit where you climb across the wreckage of the old bomber? Yes. See bits like that just I love. Yeah. I think those are great. And it, it does feel like they saw what was happening with Uncharted. And went well. We could we could incorporate a bit of that in our game as well. Well, it's almost like they looked at it and went, "Ah, oh, why didn't we do that?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a long yeah. time ago, Jesus. But it, it, it's fine. It, I really, really like it, and I'm looking forward to Rise of the Tomb Raider is the one that everyone says is the best one. So I'm looking forward to playing the last that. one. No, the, not Shadow. The, the one before the last one. Oh, that's the you, what? Mm, I I, so, mm, I would I would probably say well from my personal yeah. experience with all the games because I because I have played them they are, yeah. they are good games the first one was the best the second one oh really yeah I didn't enjoy the second one as much third one was okay third one was okay um, but the first one was was a very nice reinvention yeah I think they piled it on a bit thick to be honest I think there was a, there was part of me that really felt that they punished the character an awful lot like she just couldn't get a break. <laughs> And you just thought, just eventually, I got to the point where I'm like, she has so many, and this is going to sound wrong, so just try to laugh it off as quickly as possible. She, by the end of it, has so many holes in her body, like 
there is literally no way she could be standing. Like she's literally got like she's been impaled on spikes. She's been stabbed through the leg. She's it, been stabbed in the shoulder, the chest. Like fucking, I just don't understand how she's alive. The big conversation when it came out was that it comes across that a strong, powerful woman can't be strong and powerful um, without going through what Lara Croft had gone through. And that's what caused her to become a strong, powerful woman. Whereas a lot of people, I think, would have preferred it if she just turned up to this island and she was just a badass in the first place. I think, I think they, you know, the injuries and stuff mm. she sustains are all part of a sort of a character growth arc. But mm. I do also think that, you know, getting impaled on a big metal bit of rebar, I think once is enough for someone, you know, for mm. one character to go through, for everyone to be like, Jesus Christ, do you remember at the beginning of the film? She's, she's probably got sepsis or <laughs> some mm. sort of septic shock going on at the moment, and she's still going. Mm. You know, this isn't like Resident Evil, where the character rubs some herbs on their face and they're, like, better. Like, you know, she's, yeah. she's literally tonic. She bandages herself up by, by a campfire. So, I mean, I really like it. I will finish it hopefully this week, but then I've got this nagging feeling in the back of my head that's reminding me I still haven't finished The Witcher. Or played Half-Life 2. Or played Half-Life Half-Life 2, I've got plenty of time to play, haven't I? Because it's not like they're ever going to release a third one. So no, that's true, but you want to have finished everything just in time. And actually, <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the pace you're going at the moment, I'm pretty sure that you will have finished playing all of the Half-Life 2 games by the time Half-Life 3 comes out in the year out. 2047. Um, cool. So yeah. that's that. We've caught up. Yeah. No, that was quite a catch-up, and I do apologise. No, let's... How long have we been recording? So we've been recording for 50 minutes. Right. Seven minutes of news. Seven... Okay. We'll overrun on this one and then do a shorter next one. That, let's do that. Yes. I didn't sleep. Oh my God, it's quarter past fucking nine already. You'll be fine, okay? Let's do this. Instantly, so Office Space sleep. is available on Google Play for £3.50. I know, but I wasn't willing to pay the £3.50. Oh, there we go. <laughs> right, right, news. News! Quick news. News! news. Um, right. Nintendo Xbox caught behind bike shed making out. Mm, and that's the end of the too much time (laughs) (laughs) so uh, it looks like Game Pass is coming to the they said there was an Xbox app coming to Nintendo Switch and it looks like it's Game Pass and it looks like there's going to be ported versions of Xbox games coming to Nintendo Switch so here's my question as a Game Pass subscriber will I be able to play without having to shell out for a new subscription I don't see any reason why not so my Nintendo Switch has just gotten good your Nintendo Switch has just become a portable Xbox. A, a portable Xbox what? Like, yes. first Xbox? So, Xbox that's, 360? That's the thing. What games is it actually going to... Yeah. You're not going to be able to get Forza Horizon Forza. I don't know. There. It's got a port of Doom on it. Yeah. Well, maybe then. Maybe you might get... But uh, my, my thinking is you'll get all the fun indie games. So you get things like uh, Ori and the Blind Forest. The first game that has been rumoured for it is uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp. So yes. the sequel to Ori and the Blind Forest. So, I don't know whether Inside's already on... Uh... It is, but you have to pay for it. Yeah, well, it's not on Xbox Game Pass either, because I tried to find that for Duncan the other day. But um, you, you'll, you will get... I would imagine all the 360 games will be on there. I'm, I'm thinking if you can put Master Chief Collection on the Switch, I'm buying a fucking Switch. So um, I can play Master Chief. I'm pretty sure you can't put Master Chief Collection so can... on the Switch. <laughs> no, it's Watch like, me. No, it's, 100... <laughs> <laughs> it's 120 gig, isn't it? That yeah, think, and, think, and like the the multiplayer connector, it, I I can't see that working. No, maybe not. 
I think you'll get a ton of 360 games. I think you'll get the uh, indie games from the Xbox One. I think it'll be good. And the rumour is that next they're planning on putting it on PlayStation 4 as well. Slats. So I, I, it's really good. Here, here's, here's the best way of looking at it, right? If you're a console fanboy, you'll be turning your nose up at this. One side uh, or the other will be turning the nose up at this. Whereas if you just like games and you want to see them succeed, this is really good for everyone. This is the kind of thing we need for the next generation that when Xbox have got their games on every console and the Xbox is outselling the PlayStation... Yeah. Yeah. And the Xbox is outselling the PlayStation and the PlayStation themselves then might move their games to Xbox and we might move finally closer to to not having just plain first-party games on individual consoles, yeah. which is frankly ridiculous in the first place. And we'll end free movement and we'll get bendy bananas back. Yeah, blue passports. <laughs> anyway, so Xbox games on the move. That sounds good to me. And, and I think it's just good for everyone involved. Mm. I completely agree with you. I, your impassioned uh, monologue there. Yes, it does. We need... Um, we need... You know, if we it sounds like we're about to start a sort of hive mind collective, we need to break down the barriers between one another. We need to break down the barriers. We need to surmount those things that divide us and and embrace the things that 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 join us. And actually, to be quite honest, I love the prospect of being able to play something like Jedi Academy on the Switch. Yep, I will play it in bed so, and I will wake up with that thing stuck to my face. The other thought of this is that Microsoft bought that xCloud thing, didn't they? They did. So the thought potentially is that you will be able to stream a lot of Xbox games instead of having to download them onto your Switch. So imagine having all of Game Pass available on the Switch, basically, because mm. you can just stream it straight to it. Which is yeah, what, that's that's a lot much more sort of realistic. Yeah, way of I doing think that's I think that's games. more likely. Yeah, which is what you you said before to me when I was having my sort of like typical naysay moment where I was like, it won't work, streaming games won't work, and you were just like, well, you d the graphics emulation happens at the other end, like you know, yeah, you're, if, just, you're just streaming what if that you can stream video at. plus a little bit, you can do game streaming exactly. So as yeah. long as as long as there's no lag between input on your end affecting what happens at that end, uh, you, you have to have a very good internet mm. connection. But it's it is doable now. Yeah, I'm on the top uh, fiber optic of Virgin Media. So, <laughs> <laughs> who do you sound like right now? My bandwidth is <laughs> massive. <laughs> Google in some cities yeah. in the US, Google are doing their sort of Google Fiber thing, and yeah. it's it's like five or six times faster than the top level you can get here. And we're just about to hit 5G as well, aren't we, soon? So. <laughs> yeah. Like a 5G. The Gs never seem quite as good as they say they are. Well, the rumour is that this is super stupid quick. Yeah, but that's what they said about 4G and 3G. And 4G was pretty damn quick. It's all right. Yeah. You can we're, just about... We're talking like gangsters all of a sudden. <laughs> you can just about watch Netflix on 4G. Yeah. So there no, Of course, 4G. you can easily watch Netflix on 4G. But it's, I, I think... I think this is really good. Like, I, me too, it's G. making me want to buy a Switch. Yeah, well, I've got one, G. That and the fact that Resident Evil 4 comes out for the Switch next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. And I don't own it on that. So. You don't, well, you don't have a Switch yet. No, exactly. That's the problem. I mean, I'm not entirely sure why you haven't bought one yet. Because they're expensive. Yeah. I bought a new microphone instead. Ah, fair dues. Um, well, there we go. Yeah. That's the news. <laughs> um, do we want to mention the Oscars? We've got time. We've got a little bit of time. We'll be all right. I need to be in bed in an hour. 
You'll be in bed in an hour and a quarter. Hour and a quarter, okay. Oh, for Christ. <laughs> Russ, Oscars, anything of interest? Olivia Coleman won an Oscar. I mean, it, was, it was lovely seeing Olivia Coleman win. Yeah. Um, Roma should have won Best Picture, really. But as soon as it got nominated for Best Foreign Language Film, there was no way it was ever going to get nominated no. for Best Picture. It felt like they tried to please everyone in this this, this year's Oscars. I mean, it, it was broadly... I haven't seen it, but Green yeah. Book sounds like a very typical liberal fantasy Oscar Beatty picture, sort of whiteies. Some of them are okay, aren't they? It's, <laughs> it's meant to be very good. Yeah, uh, but it's, it it sounds sort of quite insipidly Oscar. Oscar, you know, you know those Oscar films that are just so Oscary. I hate whites. Do you? <laughs> It, I, I, it's like Roma sound. I, I haven't even seen it. You haven't seen these films, yeah. It sounds like a very interesting film that would have been quite an, a, you know, a, a brave choice for best picture. What I like about Roma is that we can all sit here and go, yeah, I just haven't had a chance to see it. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, <laughs> it's, we can watch that one easily. I will. I will probably sit and watch it at some point. Um, also, Marvel are now an Oscar-winning studio for the first time. Yeah, Yay! with with a film that I think. It definitely deserved something, didn't it? So yeah, and it pro- it those did. were probably the right Oscars to give it. As but well. like the Oscar, the institution hates films like Black Panther. Yeah, it hates anything entertaining, basically. Yeah. So do you remember that they were going to do that incredibly patronising, like best mainstream yeah. film for plebs category? Yeah. Until everyone was like, uh, "You can fuck right off with yeah, that." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the uh, fact that Black Panther even got nominated for best picture is is a big step. It was never going to win. So let's then talk about the fact that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse has won a Golden Globe, a BAFTA, and now an Oscar. Mm. That it's, film is it's, so... It's egotting. It is, yes. That film is Are so... Are there any songs in it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, but they, I don't think it can win a Tony, can it? Well, if they do a live stage, stage production of it, it could. Uh, didn't, was it Bono that did the Spider-Man? Like, oh, that Broadway really thing. shit yeah. thing where like... Didn't like the the, the performer nearly died on yes, the Yes, yeah, no, that was cursed. It was, the rumour was that it was cursed. So yeah. yeah. Um, well, because Bono put his hat on a plane. Yeah. Bono's a prick. Um but um Honestly, that is the reaction people get whenever they see Bono and yeah. like appear on anything. The first thing that people think is usually, God, isn't Bono a prick? <laughs> yeah, it really like, is. He hasn't said anything yet. Yeah, but I know, just just look at him. Like, look at him. He's <laughs> what what's up with his sunglasses? They make him look like a wasp. Um <laughs> I'm going to see Into the Spider-Verse again on Saturday. It, they're showing it at the IMAX Film Festival. Mm. So uh, it, the IMAX Film Festival is Cineworld, put on five films in the day, and you can go see an IMAX film for £3. Oh, cool. Which Great film. Hashtag so, life. <laughs> go see Into the Spider-Verse at the IMAX, which I only saw it on the regular screen, so now I'm going to see it. A, a regular bigger, max. Regular max. Well, not max, just an I, I suppose, really. Um, yeah. So, so Oscars. Uh, do we want to talk about ca- Captain Marvel receiving shitty scores on Rotten Tomatoes? No, because it's stupid. And it's really stupid. Rotten Tomatoes have finally stopped people from commenting and rating films that haven't been released yet. Yes, I agree. That's all that really needed to be said about that. So, yes. Yeah. Well, well done, Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah, big news: Nintendo and Xbox getting together. I'm Mate. genuinely quite excited about the prospect mm. of playing. Xbox games in bed. I, I hope that when you log onto the app, it comes up with like the you know when you start up your Xbox and the little whoom comes up. I'm hoping that happens because that will definitely make me buy a Switch more than any game. Yeah, would. if it if it goes, doop, doop, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I need yeah, to, yeah. I need to try the Xbox um, streaming thing again because I've got a Windows 10 laptop now. So oh, I, you I, do, I need don't you? I need to see if my controller can talk to the Xbox from upstairs. Because mm. if it can, then yeah, in bed, in bed, Red Dead. <laughs> in bed, Red Dead. Excellent. What's that glow? Nothing. I'm wanking. I'm wanking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God, I thought you were playing Xbox. It's a picture of a horse. I'm wanking. <laughs> <laughs> What's the horse doing? It seems to be taking meth. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just watching someone running off into the distance. <laughs> but yeah, because it, it, it sounds great, that, but you do have to, your controller talks to the Xbox. It doesn't talk to the laptop and then gets sent through to the Xbox, I think. It's the one thing that makes me want to not buy an iPad next time and get a Windows 10, uh, like Surface tablet. I th- I, mm, yeah, I, I'm going to give it some, I'm going to do it some testing. Yeah, let me know how, how good it is. Because if you can only stream to the room that your Xbox yeah. is in, it's not that brilliant, is no. it? No. I remember... I think you can stream it elsewhere because I remember Charlie showing me his setup, which was this giant, like... <laughs> this giant, like, the, the pop screen arm that we've got, mm. but with a tablet attached to it, like, coming from his bed. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Sounds like some sort of hospital equipment. It did. It looked exactly... That's exactly what it looked like, yeah. That is the ultimate wanker's aid. <laughs> oh my god, I've never thought about that. It just that. dangles an iPad in front of you and you're just you're completely hands-free. Just... <laughs> this is how they wank in Minority Report. <laughs> yeah, exactly, just one hand. In Minority Report, it'd be yeah. a nightmare because you'd, you'd get jizz all over those gloves. They look quite sensitive. <laughs> and also, it'd be like you, jizzing directly you, into your mouse. If you're, nightmare. Getting, if you're getting a bit too into it, like you're constantly flicking the screen across. Yeah, still. <laughs> Trying to, trying to sort of like keep your hands sort of from moving around. Look. Quite, <laughs> quite a good article by like a UX expert about Minority Report and how it'd actually be a fucking nightmare, that system. This like is, as, soon, this, as soon as you coughed, everything's gone into the recycling bin. This, this is where voice control absolutely comes into it though, isn't yeah. it? It's just, you know, you just lie back. Shaved. <laughs> 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 yeah. Page two. Oh, grim. <laughs> yeah. Page two. Back ten seconds. Back ten seconds. Back ten seconds. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I love the yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There it is. There it is yeah. Back ten seconds. Yeah. You're watching porn in reverse. Yeah. Full screen. Full screen. Full screen. You just you sound so Sort of divorced from this process. Yeah. Full screen. Do you really want to be doing what you're doing? Turn off. <laughs> yeah. Tissue. Turn off, turn off, turn off, turn yeah. off. Someone's coming. Yeah. And there's a little slot on the laptop and a reel of tissue just comes out. Well, with your mace thing, you just, it's just another arm. It's just iPad on one side, box of tissues on an arm on the box other Box of side. tissues, hand sanitizer. Yeah, Waste paper basket. Yeah. Fucking tons. Or Engage just, wanking station. Spits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Dr. Octopus. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my God. Well, God, that's all we've really got, got going in the last couple of minutes. Well, that's all we've got time for uh, for this podcast. Uh, so if you do want to continue following us on <laughs> social media. You might have ruined wanking. <laughs> yeah, forever. 
Um, so, yeah, if you want to follow us on... Certainly ruined these microphone stands. I don't want to go <laughs> yeah. near it anymore. <laughs> my God, hang on. I could set up my own wag station. Yeah, absolutely, man. You've got, yeah. Well, you've got three arms to play with at the moment. I've got a fourth one on the way. Oh, you've got four arms almost to play. So, yeah, this literally yeah. is Doc Ock for Dan. Send one around the back. Yeah, there we go. Mm. All right, so Facebook, <laughs> facebook.com forward slash TMTOOH. If you want to be on Twitter, we are at TMTOOH. If you're on Instagram, it's at TMTOOH. And don't forget to follow our th- sister pod, Theatrical Cut, who are dealing with Guillermo del Toro still. Nat, they're on to... Uh, they're doing... Two Tom Cruise uh, podcasts, and I think this week it's Mission Impossible. They're ranking all the Mission Impossible films. Doesn't sound like it'll be too much of an impossible mission for them. <laughs> and they're oh yeah, it's the theatrical cut pod on Instagram, yeah. uh, and theatrical cut on Facebook. Sweet. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.